During this pandemic, we're seeing so many TV people recording from home, and you're probably wondering, how are they doing this? How are they recording on an iPhone and, and reaching the broadcasting uh, facility? We've got Rich DeMuro here. He is a tech reporter for Channel 5 KTLA in Los Angeles, and he does remotes for TV stations all over the country, and he's going to fill us in. Rich, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Let me just first say, A, Uh, I used to think it was like my little personal dream to go live from my home for all of my, you know, I stand in one place and do five hours of live shots every morning for all these TV stations. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be more efficient for me to just have a home studio and do it from there? Well, now I've been forced to do that. So my little dream has become a reality, but I'll tell you, it's been kind of a nightmare because it's not very easy. And if you've been watching me on TV, folks that have been seeing it have seen kind of an evolution of me going live from home because KTLA has been fantastic. They said, hey, just do what you need to do. Go live from home, whatever. And you know, get the equipment you need. Thankfully, as a tech person, I have a lot of the equipment that I need to do this. But the bottom line is at this point, you only need a smartphone, which is the iPhone and some software and a microphone. And so we've used two pieces of software at KTLA. One is called DeGero, and the other is called TVU. And both of these things work in the same way. They take a signal from your phone and they broadcast it back to home base. So it's kind of like using Skype, but it's managed by the TV station. So they can manage and the quality is way better than what you would get on an off-the-shelf product. Does that make sense? It does, uh, but let's let's go through the let's go through the process. So you're doing the morning show. Uh, it's seven oh five, and they cut to they say, okay, we got Rich with his a text segment now. Now you're sitting in Los Angeles at home, and you've got the iPhone. It, it, it it's ready to go. I mean, take me through the process. Yeah. So when I get up in the morning, uh, it's kind of like it's it's like lighting up a little studio. So in my spare bedroom, which I've it used to be the kids' playroom, I cleared it all out, which actually has been very bad because the echo has been the biggest issue with the studio. And the problem is normally, and this is the other issue that I've run into. Normally, when you're setting up a home studio, what do you do? You figure out what you need, what you have, and what you don't have, and you order the rest on Amazon. It's there the next day. Well, guess what? During COVID times, you can't just get next day delivery from Amazon. So it has been a challenge to set up a home studio because I can't order the products that I need. So what I have here is a ring light that I used to use for live shots uh, when I used to do like a, a podcast from home like a Facebook Live. So I, I put that up and the ring light is kind of a big circular light that goes around my phone. My iPhone sits in there. And then underneath the iPhone, I have another tripod with a um, an iPad on it. And I actually went to Best Buy and bought the tripod mount for that, a Joby mount. And then for that, I've been using that as kind of a screen to watch KTLA and to also use as a teleprompter. And so I did experiment with a teleprompting app as well. I didn't think it looked that good on TV. I thought my eyes were a little shifty. So for me, it's easier to actually just kind of memorize some of my lines and read them off the script when we go to uh, video, which we call voiceover. Um, But the microphone has been tricky. I've tried a lot of different microphones. A lot of the reporters at home are using either the Apple included earbuds, and those work really well. Um, Otherwise, you have to kind of put a microphone into your phone, which is not very easy because professional microphones don't connect to the iPhone. 
uh, unless you have a conduit. So I've been using a board that I use for my podcast to connect the microphone into the phone. So it's gotten very complicated, Jefferson. What microphone are you connecting theoretically into the phone? Well, so right now I'm using, oh my gosh, I have to look at my, my headphones. Hang on. Uh, these are Audio-Technica. And so this is an Audio-Technica. It looks like one of the microphones that a sports caster would use. It has the microphone that sticks out, but also the nice big headphones. So with that, I can hear what's called IFB. So the other tricky part of this whole situation is that it's not like a video call where you can not worry. You, I have to have what's the return from TV in my ear. So I have to be able to hear what the anchors are saying to me in my ear. And I mean, it gets really complicated. That's usually what we call IFB. We have this little cable that runs to a box that we listen to the programming of the station on. And when you're there live, obviously you can hear the anchor talking to you. But when you're out in the field, you have to connect to an IFB box. And that's also another challenge, but these programs, like I mentioned, the DeGero and the TVU, they allow you to pipe in the programming to your IFB. And I'm getting a little in the weeds here for the consumer audience. It's but, okay. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you pick up those programs in the App Store or are they, uh, do you get them some other way? Well, see, these programs are something that the TV stations pay a lot of money for because they come associated with a receiver. So when I actually am broadcasting, I'm broadcasting to a specialized receiver we have at KTLA. So if you're using something off the shelf like a Zoom or a Skype, many times, and if you're at a smaller TV station, they might use these technologies, they might just be mirroring your your end of the call onto the air. And that doesn't look very good for many reasons because you might have delay, you might have the menu bar of the computer in there. It's not very clean. So what I'm doing is I'm actually broadcasting to a receiver that they then can put on the air like anything else. So this was amazing to me, Jefferson. I went live for all of the TV stations that I do nationwide from my home here in Los Angeles in this spare bedroom, and that is something that I never thought I would be able to do. And I get it. People are very, are very um, understanding of the situation right now. So when it comes to hair and makeup and the way you look and the way you sound, people are very forgiving right now. And that has been kind of fun because it reminds me of being back in high school or college where you'd imagine you're broadcasting from you know, your homeroom or in high school you know, when I'd play, like I had my own little show for my bedroom. I mean, it's basically that, except professional now. It's really funny. You've also saved the commute time. I've saved the commute time, although I go to work pretty early in the morning, so I don't really have a very big commute time. But to me, the most fun of this is really the fact that we're able to do this. And as a tech person, personally, I think it's a lot of fun to see how can I get my studio to look and sound good. Uh, I wish I had access to more stuff because of uh, the whole Amazon delivery thing. I don't. But again, uh, it's still really fun to see what you have around the house and how you can solve problems with the products that you already well, have laying around. Now, why use an iPhone and not a, a, a good camera? Because you have good cameras too, but you've chosen the iPhone. Is, is there something about the iPhone that makes it work with live TV? I thought about that, and I think the iPhone is sort of all-in-one, and that's what I like about it. We can install these programs on there, and it's literally you turn the phone towards yourself. If you want to see yourself on the screen, you can frame up your shot. You can plug in a microphone. It's, it's basically an all-in-one deal, and that's what I like about it. Now, 
If I was going to do something more permanent, I would probably look into a more permanent camera or a fixed camera or a, you know, one of those DSLRs. But the reality is you don't really need that. It looks pretty good coming off the iPhone. It's simple. It's easy. And the beauty of it is that I am locked down here in my studio. But the, the miracle of reporting nowadays is that you can go live from anywhere in the world with your iPhone and one of these apps. And that is something that is just so amazing to me as someone who's been doing this for you know 15 plus years it's i've seen the progression and when i first started out that kind of stuff was just not possible you needed a giant rig you needed a giant satellite you needed a microwave transmission and now the fact that you can rival what is contained in one of those trucks you see going down the street with your local news crew on it you know on the side the fact that you can rival that with an iphone to me is pretty amazing it's also pretty fun and are you you're using the selfie camera the the one that's not the, the re, where the resolution is not as great as the uh, the other camera yes i've gotten some uh comments on that on twitter but the problem is when you're a one man band and you are lining up your shot it is really tricky to turn your camera around run around to the back of the camera, see what your shot looks like, run back around, sit down. You can't really tell what you look like on the fly if you're using the opposite camera, you know, the, the better camera on the backside. So I have chosen to give up a little quality and make it easier for me on myself to just kind of see. Additionally, if you're using the back camera, I would not be able to see if I'm broadcasting. A lot of times, uh, or sometimes, the signal will drop out, and next thing you know, you're not connected anymore, and you wouldn't be able to tell that that's happening if you weren't looking at yourself on the screen. So there are some downsides right, so to using that camera, but uh, it works out for me. So if I, if I understand correctly, you've got the iPhone, and that is your broadcasting uh, camera, and right underneath is an iPad showing you a live shot of KTLA so you know that it's time for you to jump in. Yeah, and also, that also that's just more of a monitor because the time to jump in is really done through what I, what I mentioned earlier, which is the IFB. So the IFB, I can, and you know, with broadcast, there's always a delay. So what happens is I hear the anchors, what, what they say, tossing to me, and they say, hey, Rich DeMiro is at home with his tech report. And I hear that in my ear long before you see that on TV. So if you're just watching it on TV, I've already, I'm pretty much done a minute before you see it on TV. Maybe not that long, but it just depends on your setup. But again, it's because I'm broadcasting before it gets through all the transmitters, before it gets through the internet. There might be, a, I think on KTLA, we have a slight delay just in case someone says something they shouldn't. We have to pop out of it. Um, you know, like the old sensor thing. But uh, again, I hear it in my ear in real time and that's my cue to go. I start talking and it goes on the air and to your homes across America, which again, to me is just, you have to understand Jefferson, we're both nerds. And to me, as a nerd sitting here in my home with all this equipment kind of patched together, it's really interesting the fact that here I am rival, rival ring, rival ring? I can rival what we can do with our big equipment from the company, from the TV station, from the engineers. It doesn't look as good, but it's there. And I assume that somebody in the studio is adding B-roll over, over your tracks? Well, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting is that we have my photographers working from home. He's editing from home. Then I have my producer who's working from her home, and she's editing the video for the pieces and putting in the script. 
So we are all working from three different locations, and then you have KTLA, a fourth location, that is bringing everything together. I mean, it's really something that has never truly been done in the history of news where, yes, reporters have been out in the field forever, but they've been out in the field with specialized equipment that connects them to the station. To have someone editing your story in one place, your script and uh, rundown, as they call it, in another place, me broadcasting from another place, and KTLA collecting all those things in another place, you're talking four separate things working together that is, uh, that has not really been done before. And we're figuring this out as we go along as well. Now, have you watched any of the late night shows? I believe Conan is doing it on an iPhone and Seth Meyers is doing it on an iPad. Have you seen those? I have not seen anything that I haven't seen online in little clips. And so uh, I know that other people are broadcasting. I've watched a lot of it on Instagram. I've, I've been following the hashtag TV News Life. A lot of reporters are tweeting their setups and, and posting about their setups. I am fascinated by the setups that I'm seeing. I saw Al Roker. He was broadcasting from his backyard. So again, this is fascinating to me to see how people are doing this. The number one trend I see is that most people are using an iPhone, which I, to me, I've thought about this because you know me, I love iPhone, I love Android, but there are inherent benefits into using the iPhone and Mainly, that's how the software works really nicely with the hardware and the accessories. And that's the advantage I've yeah. seen with going that way. Yeah, I just wish we didn't have to put a dongle in for a microphone. That, that's the one, one drawback. 100% agree. I actually really like this little gadget I have from Belkin called the Rockstar, which plugs into the uh, lightning port and it actually separates out so you still have a way to plug in your phone to power and it gives you a real headphone jack at the same time. Because there's not many microphones that I know of that plug into a lightning port. I'm sure there are, but most microphones are either XLR, which is the big professional yeah, the, way the, to connect. The, uh, the, Rode, the Rode Wireless Go... With okay. a dongle, we'll go into their dongle. <laughs> so you got dongle to dongle, which I, I, again, this comes back to the whole Amazon thing. This stuff, it takes a bunch of accessories to happen. I mean, yes, at the end of the day, you can plug in the headphones that you get from your iPhone and you can go live. But if you want to make things look a little bit better and you want to expand upon it, you do need some accessories and you need some adapters. And yes, in this case, I wish we still had the headphone jack on the iPhone. But then again, on most of the Androids, they are gone as well. So it, it's the same thing. Well, it sounds like a great new chapter for the update of the iPhone book. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I think, I think that uh, to me, I would rather have the update to the office. I think that this is going to convince... Uh, I might, I might be able to convince KTLA to let me do this maybe one day a week from home now because I've proven that I can do it for all the stations. And when you're just sitting in one place for five hours doing something over and over, I mean, I don't necessarily need to be there to do that. So I think if I can get the audio figured out and the video figured out, maybe after this whole COVID thing uh, blows over, which I hope it does soon and people are safe again outside of the home, I might be able to convince them to maybe put a semi-permanent setup that would look great every day of the week. All right. Well, good luck, Rich. Let's do your plugs. Most importantly, just find me on social media. I am at Rich on Tech. I would love nothing more than for you to follow me there and listen to my podcast of the same name, Rich on Tech. 
All righty. I'm Jefferson Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Jefferson Graham. You've been listening to Talking Tech. Please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to online audio. And subscribe to Rich on Tech as well. I'll be back to you tomorrow with another quick hit from the world of tech. 